0: Hey you, this is Andrew the Earth. I hope you cleaned your ears, because the world's get up on there. Yo, 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 welcome back to Andrew the Earth. This is episode 10. I finally caught up and figured out which number I'm on, which is really stupid because it's only the 10th fucking episode. It's not like I got a 100 and something in the deck. Um, I actually just tweeted that the lounge pants are on, which they are. I had my shirt off, um, but I got a hoodie on right now because I just went outside real quick. So I'm about to shift up out of that right now. Just give me one second to get to get really in my mood. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you a little a little bit of air time. Just let it breathe for a second. And you should take your shirt off too if you're listening to this. Sound better with your shirt off. Yo, so we are here it's been I think a lot has happened this week um, but I'm gonna just jump through some joints right now man there's a lot of things I've been watching now I saw the other day it was at the bar the other day when this, um I think it was yesterday last night matter of fact when this whole um, Trump and Kim Jong-un shit happened and it made me think about like I don't know I, I didn't see Dennis Rodman there I wanted to I really wanted to see Dennis Rodman like walking in the middle of them like holding hands with both of them and shit like that but I was disappointed in that Barack Obama gets much more love now even even more so than when he was actually president and in my mind i'm just like i'm so surprised that he hasn't pulled a 50 cent and just gone wild petty and every time trump rejects somebody to just invite them over to the crib for the wild cookout because i could definitely see obama in them brown leather sandals you know the joints i'm talking about the fucking cookout by the way I'm trying to figure out, and I guess, like, I don't really know a lot of people who cook out and shit like that. I don't really know a lot of people who are good on the grill. I'm okay, um, but I'm not really a grill master, and I guess, like, I don't think anybody up north is really a grill master and shit like that no more I feel like that's a down south thing like we kind of have to give it to them because I feel like I can't really respect your grill game if you grilling in Tim's or Jordans and I feel like and that, that might just be a New York thing but I know definitely as people get older and people have kids and they start to become like the grill master through generations I feel like they're gonna be at the grill and maybe this is this is the era right then maybe this is now we're just gonna get rid of the brown sandals and we're just gonna do it in, in Jordans and Tim's. Um, So I look forward to that. Maybe one day I'll learn, but I'm definitely doing this shit in SB Dunks. That's for damn sure. Um, the other day I was checking out, I was on Twitter and people were talking about this pre-date standard right? And I remember listening to Joe buttons podcast and he brought it up maybe like one or two episodes ago. But here's the thing that never made sense to me about the predate, right? So the entire argument was about what is the pre-date in the sense that How do I get to know you before we actually begin dating? So I think there's a gender war here where women are saying, a lot of women, not not all, but I think most of them are saying, all right, so the pre-date is in order for you to get to know me, we need to go out on dates in order for you to get to know me so that you can figure out if we should date, so that we can figure out if we should date. But a lot of guys were on the other side saying, yo, like, why am I why would I go out and blow money on you only to realize after the first date or two that I don't fucking like you? And I think both sides are pretty valid. Here's the thing that I say, and this was always the thing with me with a lot of situations where I would see people put up on Twitter and stuff like that. The thing with me was there was a certain thing that never made sense to me that a lot of guys do. And I think it's them buying into women's narratives. So although I think both are right to some degree, I think both are wrong. I never understood the way people date for the most part, because a lot of times niggas like I've been out chilling I'm at dinner or I'm at a bar or something like that and I'll see people and they're clearly on a date and the shit's clearly not working out and I realize now a lot of people and this is true and a lot of people say and women say it about men but I think that men don't really take the opportunity to say it about women too is that a lot of people don't really take the time to learn to communicate because in my mind, it's just fucking retarded to go on a date with somebody when you don't even know if y'all got a vibe. And I feel like people just exchange numbers and then the silence and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, let's go out and do something. But at no point before going out on a date, did you not text this chick back and forth to see how y'all vibe was? Did you not call her and see how she sounded on the phone? Or if she sounded interested, did you not have like one of those nights where like it's mad late and y'all both on the phone and then somebody falls asleep but then you wake up in the middle of the night and you just say something and that person wakes up like, yeah, I'm still here. Like, y'all don't do that shit no more. And I feel like that's like, I feel like now it's looked at as some like OG corny shit, but I remember that shit and I feel like that was like some of the best way to bond is like realistically, especially late at night, man, you making that late night phone call and if you're not at the point where you and Shorty want to fall asleep on the phone together just so that at some point in the middle of the night, two, three hours later, after I'll doze off if you can't fucking say something and you know you really feeling it when um, you fall, y'all both fall asleep and you wake up And you like, yo, you still there and you can hear them and they're like breathing and they're sleeping in the background and you don't hang up the phone. That's when you know it's on when you stay on the phone just so you can hear them breathing, which uh, to one extent sounds like some wild, creepy shit, right? It sounds like you about to like skin them and wear them as a suit or some shit, like kind of psycho shit. But at the same time, I think it's really romantic because then it just shows to me like how much you're into it and how much you're into them so the pre-date thing really doesn't make sense to me man because in my mind if you are gonna fucking go out and you contemplating going out with somebody like you need to have these conversations you need to hit them up in the morning see what the vibe is like send a good morning text see what the reply is like hit them up when you just get out of work or when you just chilling with your homies just take five minutes go outside and be like yo I just wanted to check on you yada 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 and I feel like nobody's really doing that shit and because nobody's really doing that I feel like that's why people are ending up on these dates where they blowing mad bread to try and impress somebody or they just sit in there having somebody blow money on them when they know that they're not into the person so that shit doesn't make sense to me man y'all motherfuckers need to take time and think about that shit and i think i mean communication is important but there's certain levels to shit so the other thing that i thought was fucking hilarious was um apple released facetime like group facetimes i think for ios 12 i want to say um and that shit was funny to me because like i'm looking at it and they're like you can now facetime with 32 people and i know everybody's like who the fuck is gonna facetime with 32 people which realistically it is like everybody said where it's just kind of like apple was like y'all niggas been asking for this shit so long just take the motherfucker you know what i'm saying it's like when you ask like like you ask somebody for something and all of a sudden they just od on it because they're angry And I feel like that's what happened with Apple with these 32 people in a FaceTime. But the first thing it made me think of was 32 people on a FaceTime is kind of cool, especially if they managed to find a good way to juggle 32 people speaking at once, which I don't even know how the fuck that works. But the thing that bugged me out about it is, you know how hard it is to get one person on FaceTime? Like, that's a struggle. Like, you gotta schedule FaceTime on people because I'm that friend or that person. I'll FaceTime you at random times during the day and just be like, yo, what's up? And I like when people do that shit to me, too. Like, I think that shit is cool, but it's so hard to actually get one person on FaceTime, much less two. And then to think about getting 32 people on FaceTime, that shit is damn near impossible. And I saw they had, like, a demo of it on when they released it and shit like that. But it's like, realistically, they know nobody's going to use that shit. You know what I'm saying? And I really don't understand why they pushed it to that level. Like, give me three. You know what I mean? Like three, three, three takes an entire focus group. It takes an entire focus group of NASA scientists, of fucking engineers, just to get three people on FaceTime at once. And I don't understand why it is that they felt the need to make it 32. you I just realized something. I got my headphones on. I told you, I got to get, um, I got to get one of the, you know, one of the professional like arms it looked like a fucking robot arm that holds a microphone. I just realized I have to get one of those and a pop filter because one, I listened back to the podcast yesterday and it, like there were like at least five points where I could hear myself sucking back saliva because right now my microphone is on the desk. And because I have to kind of face down towards it, saliva just finds its way into like the front of my mouth and I got to suck it back, which is fucking gross. And I wonder sometimes it was like, I'm, do other people hear that shit? And they like cringe. Um, I'm assuming, I'm assuming at least somebody does. So if, if you hear that shit and it makes you cringe, um, hit me up on Twitter and let me know so I can block your ass. Um, so, oh my God, I'm all over the place. Hold on. Oh, actually, this episode of the podcast is uh, sponsored by PBR. It's Pabst Blue Ribbon. Um, shout out to my man, Job Money, the other day. I realized trust in 2018 and friendships in 2018 is putting your friend in an Uber and counting on them to not throw up in it so that you don't get charged for the cleanup fee. So I put him in an Uber yesterday. I don't know what, like, my man goes from, like, good, and then all of a sudden he's wasted. So I put him in a cab. Luckily, it was only, like, a 10-minute drive, so it was pretty close. Um, And on a completely unrelated tip, I'll just shout out to you, John. Thanks for the invite last night. But I thought about this shit the other day, right? And I remember back in the day when we were kids, we used to joke and like somebody would be like, you know, you talk about what you want to do and somebody would be like, you know, I'm going to be a gynecologist because it's mad pussy and shit like that. And I, I think about it and the more I think about it, like I really wonder what it is that makes guys go into gynecology. Because I feel like when you're a kid, you think about it, or you're like a teenager, you think about it, you're like, oh, this is going to be mad pussy. Like you think like you're going to finesse chicks and just have sex. Like it's some porno fantasy shit. But then I thought about it and I'm just like, yo, the dudes who go into gynecology, like do they ever, like how much vagina are they actually around before they go into the profession? Because I feel like the idea is that you're going to be around mad pussy. But I feel like that shit is really popping until life gets too real and it strikes you that you're gonna have to deal with like old ladies dropping it open and I feel like that shit scares the fuck out of me as a guy being a guy. I think it, it just scares the shit out of me as being a gynecologist to like be around and some 80 year old woman, like I feel like when they open their legs, you can hear it creak open like like the door, you ever you ever watch or listen to the song Thriller by Michael Jackson and like it starts off before the beat drops with the door creaking open like yeah. I feel like that's what it's like when, when old women open up their legs for that shit. And then like, once you actually get to the part where you like, I'm assuming they got to open the lips and shit like that. Cause you got to stick like forceps in there or something. Right. I feel like when the lips open, they just release like a, like a, like, I feel like that's it. And in my mind, it's a really fucking gross thing because I just imagine that the smell that comes out of there is like. Eighty years of just closed, like closed space, just being like, right into your face, and I, I don't know that shit. Now nah, I, I gotta fucking jump off this topic because now this shit is bothering me. I'm sorry. I wanted to go in more on this, but um, I, I can't. I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm sorry. Um, and uh I think the other thing that I was thinking about the other day, right? So I saw somebody on the timeline, and they were talking about like. Like spitting in spitting in shorty's mouth or something like that, right? And I thought about that, and I realized that although I consider myself to be pretty explorative with things, I realized like I've I don't think I've ever spit in somebody's mouth, and not not intentionally. um Not nor has anybody spit in my mouth. At least I don't think. Damn, I really gotta think about that. Anyway, I was thinking about it, and I had a question. Um, and I didn't ask the person. So I figured I'd, I'd just bring it to you guys instead. So my thing was when I want to know what that's like, like how do you make the decision to spit in somebody's mouth? Because I feel like that's a really polarizing thing, right? It could be really sexy or it could be like, what the fuck we got to get up and fight. And I feel like you need to undo like a lot of levels to it? Because I think you need to understand the level of the relationship that y'all have. But at the same time, you also need some spontaneity and i mean the, the base level of the shit is i'm trying to figure out like if i was to do it do i want to be the spitter or the spitty cuz i feel like you can't really do both right you can't really spit in somebody's mouth and then roll over and be like do me you know what i mean plus if somebody if you spit in somebody's mouth they can't reverse it from there without rolling over and making you at the bottom because i mean you got you got to really spit upward for that shit and i feel like One, if you just spit her and you at the bottom, like one, like if you try and do that spit thing, one, it's just gonna end up like on your top lip or something or on your chin and you're gonna look like a fucking idiot. Two, I don't really know how I feel about a shorty who could be on the bottom and spit and it land in my mouth. Cause I feel like you've been really like, I feel like that's the type of girl where, you know, like in the movies when somebody's practicing shooting, and they'll like put like cans and bottles and shit and they'll shoot the cans and bottles to check their aim. I feel like a girl who could be at the bottom and spit up and it actually lands in your mouth is the type of chick that lines up beer cans and could spit at them and knock them down without missing a single fucking shot. So that's just kind of worrisome. Um, but let me know. I really want to know how y'all feel about this because I'm confused about this shit. I really want to know how, how you decide who's a spitter or the spitty. And if somebody did spit in your mouth or if you spit in somebody's mouth, How did you know that that was a cool move? And whether or not you took the risk or you knew it was a cool move, was there a conversation about it after? And at what points can you do it outside of sex or do you have to be involved like in the actual sexual act in order to spit in somebody's mouth and have them spit in your mouth? Because I feel like that's like a wild contextual thing where it's just like, like I said, man, you like you could spit in somebody's mouth and they look at you like, yo, hold the fuck up. What the fuck is wrong with you? And then you gotta, like, what do you do? Like, do you spit back in their mouth as like a one-to-one? You know what I mean? Do you tip for tat them? Do you spit it out? Do you then say something? Because I feel like if somebody spit in my mouth and it's unwarranted and I look at them like, yo, what the fuck? i am be like, yo, open your mouth. You know what I mean? But then that becomes some weird shit because I just imagine somebody doing that shit in the middle of Canal Street. That shit don't look right. I feel like niggas that 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 people that spit in each other's mouth definitely be on Canal Street a lot. I feel like because of my voice, I think I'm the hardest nigga in the streets. But then realistically, like if you took a semi gangster and you took the nigga that runs his errands and then you took the nigga that runs his errands and then you took the nigga that runs the errands for that guy, like that guy's definitely more gangster than me. Um, But I don't know. I don't know. I don't really get too brazen when I drink and shit like that but i feel like i don't know this is certain like i don't know what it is i think i think it's my height because i feel like there have been times i've been out and like i'm not really taking no nigga at 5'7 seriously and then i thought about it and i was like do i know any like famous fighters or anything like that at 5'7 and i'm sure there are many but i'm just like yo there's something about height that automatically makes you feel like you're gonna win the fight except like there except when you see that situation where it's like a dude five, seven like fighting somebody who's like six one and he knocks them out like that shit is crazy i don't really know where i'm going with this episode i decide i'm gonna just vibe with you um damn i really don't have anything to say to y'all in on this one the comeback was good this one might be sub pop but we gonna rock anyway um oh yo you know okay here's the thought So I had this, uh, the other day, this is the same time that I had to thought about like how I get when I'm drinking, right? Like I'll say wild shit, but I don't say anything out of pocket. Like I'm not gonna say something that's gonna make somebody wanna turn around and fight me or no shit like that. But I always wondered, like, I always, I I don't know if I told you guys, but I grew up, I loved Michael Jackson. Like I had this suit. Uh, I don't know when I got this suit. I don't know what it was for, but I had this suit when I was a kid, and I wanna say maybe like the last time I did this was when I was like nine years old. And I had the suit, I outgrew the suit, man. And I had the suit, I had these penny loafers that my grandmother got me to go to the friggin' Kingdom Hall with her in. Um, And I used to put on the suit, which was too small, and I used to put on some white socks, and I used to put on the penny loafers, and I used to bust it in the living room, and I used to watch Michael Jackson videos and concerts. And I was kinda nice, man, I was kinda nice. And I thought about that the other day and I was laughing about it. And I was like, one of the things that's funniest to me about Michael Jackson is how much he switched up from when he would, when he would be doing music, he would, he would go into like real aggressive mode. You know what I mean? Like he would say some shit and he would would really get into it. But then when you hear him in interviews, he would just, you know, he would just kind of be like this and kind of tell you, like one of the most awkward things, I love MJ, and you know, MJ, MJ is the God. But I feel like one of the most awkward things I ever had to watch was, have you guys ever seen that uh, that interview that he did with Oprah? And then there's one scene, and I think he's wearing like a black shirt and he's wearing black pants and a red shirt. And there's this one scene where like Oprah's sitting on the stage and Michael Jackson gets up on stage, and he's, like, showing her how to moonwalk and shit, and as he's explaining it to her, I'm, like, yo, this nigga sounds like a little kid, because he's, like, well, you know, he's just kind of, like, the magic is that you have to push off, see, it kind of looks like this, and it was weird to me, because I'm, like, his words are so childish, but his body movement and his face are, like, or like somebody who hasn't had sex or jerked off in like 52 years. It's just a lot of pent up aggression. He's just like, his body's just trying to let it escape. And I thought to myself, like, I always wonder what kind of shit, like, I would love to get Michael Jackson drunk and see what kind of shit he talks when he's drunk. I would assume, I would hope it's not like, like talking about the little kid shit, but I feel like I want to know which Mike actually comes out more when he drinks. Is it like, kind-hearted like childish you know kind of whispering mic or is it video mic like um damn have you ever seen um no it's not dirty diana it's that song with, you knock me off of my feet now man. i don't know if that's dirty it's not i don't think it's dirty die but i don't feel like thinking about the whole goddamn song but the video is fucking hilarious because there's this one point where like he's chilling on the block this is some wild me too shit he's just chilling on the block and he sees this girl right and this girl is like you know stereotypical chick, mad tiny with the big bobble head but her hair looked fucking phenomenal And he sees her and he tries to holler at her and she walks past him and he he like stands there with his back to her as she walks away. And he just, he just pauses for a second, right? And he got his hair in a ponytail and shit like that. I never understood how Mike got his fucking hair like that. All I'm going to say is at one point, I wanted my hair to be like that shit, and I think about it, and I would have looked like a complete fucking dickhead. But then he pauses there for a second, and he just goes, Hey! and he screams at her and she stops, right? And I was like, oh shit. Like every time now when I watch it, when he says, hey, like I back up for a second, I'm just like, damn, like I don't really know if that's something you want to do. But at the same time, I feel like Mike knew what he was doing. And I think that he still would have gotten away with it today because, you know, it's average white chick and you think about it and you're like, yo, a black guy screaming out, hey, on a block to a white chick, like police gonna show up mad quick. You know how that go. But then I realized that Mike knows he's in the clear because when police show up and they think that the white woman is in danger, they don't know who the fuck to shoot because you see this white chick over here, she got on a nice skirt and shoes. Her hair is looking fabulous. You see this nigga Mike over here, he got the front of his button up tied around in the fucking knot. You know what I mean? His hair is looking fabulous as well. And I feel like the cops wouldn't even know what to do. But one of the things I really feel sad about um, knowing that Mike is no longer here is that there's no opportunity for anybody who might hear this to get Michael Jackson drunk to, to see the type of shit um, that he talks when he's drinking. And um, I was watching the other day. A lot of y'all, I like, this is why I love Twitter, right? Because I feel like, I don't know if I told y'all, like Twitter is my favorite of all of the social networks. Because I feel like it's the only place where people act like themselves. Because like Instagram is kind of like where you go to pretend you're famous and you're living like a I don't know like a pop life almost or like like you hot like Instagram is where you go so people feel like you hot because you got pictures with places and people and this is show. And I feel like Facebook is just kind of like you can't really rock on Facebook unless you want some alt right shit because. Every, like, everybody else, aside from, like, the alt-right shit where, like, they feel like it's, like, very familial, this, like, racism shit... I feel like you can't really wild out and you can't really be yourself. Cause like your grandmother's on there and she's putting up pictures of you and this fucking ugly ass sweater that she knitted and shit like that. So you can't really flex, right? That's where your parents go when they, when they, when their friends come over and they pull out their phone and they do that thing where they fucking push their arm out to its full extent and they put on the glasses and tilt them down their nose to try and figure out what's going on and they scroll with just their index finger. It's the dumbest fucking shit ever. Um, but I feel like Twitter is really where people go so that they can vent you know what I mean I feel like Twitter is the equivalent to when you go to a Thanksgiving dinner and you and your favorite cousin or cousins take that walk where you just you know you just want to get some fresh air but y'all really just going out to smoke weed and chat and shit um but I love Twitter for that and so I was watching this shit the other day and women were making fun of how guys communicate because it was this whole text message thing about some girl some guy being I think the guy invited the girl over and said you know you know, I think that, no, I think the girl was like, you know, can I come over? Do you want me to come over? To which the guy replied, if you want. And I thought that shit was funny because women always, women always like say like guys don't know how to communicate, but it's like, I understand that if you want shit and I kind of want to break it down a little bit. So you have to understand when before you call a guy out for saying something like if you, if you're trying to figure out if he wants you to come over or not, and he says, if you want. It's not that anybody's trying to play hard to get in those shit like that or trying to play games with you. It realistically comes down to simple shit like, I don't want to sweat you because women have a bad habit of screenshotting shit and then putting it up to make it seem like niggas is thirsty. And I thought it was fishy. I thought it was fishy, ladies, that y'all get confused about that if you want, but you never get confused when we go to get food. We ask you if you want something to eat. You go, no, I'm good. And then we're eating. And then you go, oh, can I have some? If a dude replies to, can I have some with, if you want, you're not going to sit back and be like, oh, do you want me to get the right? No, you motherfuckers are deep in it. So I don't want to hear any more of this. If you want is confusing thing, you choose to make it confusing and just be real about the, if you want, because what you want it's for us to be like, yes, I want you to come over. I adore you. I want you want You want niggas to shower you. Right. Which is like that same fake ass bullshit about Valentine's Day and shit. I hate Valentine's Day and I think I went over that with y'all. But don't don't act like you're confused about about if you want. It's realistically, if you want to, if you want to come over, yes, I would like you to come over. But I'm not going to say I want you to come over. Then you come over. And then you play some bullshit card like two hours later about how you didn't even want to come over. So if you want means, yes, I would like to come. I would like you to come over if you would like me to like you to come over. I think that's simple enough. In other fucking stupid news, IHOP announced that they were changing their name to IHOB. So. Like most normal people, I assume that was one of two things, either International House of Breakfast, which would have made complete sense, or International House of Brunch, which would have made complete sense and I think would have been a great marketing move because I don't think they sell alcohol now, but International House of Brunch would have been a great reason to change up the fucking restaurant styling because let's keep it real, IHOP, y'all restaurants look the same since 1992 nothing has changed and so it would be a great opportunity in my mind for IHOP to switch up the look in the same way McDonald's has like McDonald's switched up their look McDonald's got the automated joints at the door now so you just like put your order in on the screen and then you go pick it up the environment looks a little bit livelier it's more it's kind of more like a It's far less come in, eat, and get out, and now it feels more a little bit like come in, eat, and chill for a little bit if you want. I don't know if they offer free Wi-Fi, but they probably do based on the look. But I'm confused with this IHOP shit because, one, I I really don't care. I'm never walking. One, I haven't been to IHOP in that long. But if I am going to IHOP, I'm not about to call it IHOP. And now I'm questioning, like, if you're searching for an IHOP, in your GPS and you're driving, do you put in IHOP? Do you put in IHOP? Which one is actually going to show up? Do both show up? There's only one. I don't fucking know. That makes me not even want to go to IHOP. But then I find out that the B in IHOP, and this is why I need to get the pop filter. Did you hear that? The B in IHOP is actually for burgers. So now IHOP, a place that is notoriously sold you pancakes and pancakes and pancakes and occasionally a crepe or French toast now wants to be known as the International House of Burgers. When the fuck has anyone said, you know what I'm in the mood for? A burger. You know where I want to get it? I hop. No, I don't, do, does, I did IHOP even have burgers on the menu? Like, did they even test this shit to see if they burger fucking game was on? And now I'm just at that point where I'm just like, all right, I'm looking at this. One, if I go to IHOP and they say, welcome to IHOP, I'm going to correct them. In the same way that when you go to Starbucks and you're like, can I get a small? And they're like, oh, you mean a tall? And they're like, no, bitch, I mean a small. I'm tall. I would like a small. Don't tell me small is tall. Now I'm confused. Don't, what the fuck is grande? I don't even, is grande a medium? I think Venti is a tall, Venti is the tall one, but the Venti is a large, I don't know if there's an extra Venti, I don't know, anyway, if I go to IHOP and they're like, hi, what kind of burger would you like? The answer is simple. The only burger I want from IHOP is one with no bun, no cheese, no lettuce, no tomato. Also, I need you to 86 the patty and substitute it for pancakes. And I would also like as a condiment, syrup. I don't know who the fuck made this move. But IHOP's move with this IHOP shit reminds me of what it's like when you work in like digital media and the person who's calling the shots is 60 and has used Facebook and only Facebook twice. That's what it seems like. So I don't know whose fucking idea this is. Um, shout out to whoever runs Wendy's um Wendy's Twitter account. Because I saw a great reply that they did, and somebody was like, Yo, Wendy's, you gonna let them encroach your territory like that? To which Wendy's replied something like, um, We're not really afraid of the company that thought that Pancakes was tough. Um, so shout out to that person because Wendy's been dropping off the wow fuego tweets. And I feel like I'm glad that that happened because as somebody who works in marketing, like, I definitely, there was that one point where I grew our shit exponentially. And one of the things that happened in that time was I started to get, because like, I feel like businesses, especially run by like older people have this kiss ass mentality, right? Because they function on the customer's always right. The customer's always right. But then when people were hitting us up with bullshit, I was matching their bullshit. And I was glad because like this was happening on Facebook, but like I was matching them with gyps and shit to which the people who are talking shit on Facebook are like the angry guy on the block who says, get off my lawn. Like the second you hit him with something witty, he doesn't know what the fuck to come back with. He's just so used to saying, get off my lawn. And people being like, fuck you, old man. And being like, you know, just saying some corny shit back in return. So shout out to whoever's running the Wendy's account. But as far as this IHOP shit goes, I feel like they are trying to make people curious to go in there and be like, let me see what this burger shit is about. But you're not snatching me with that shit, man. Um, oh, yo, I forgot this when I was talking about the Kim Jong-un shit. Is it just me or did last night Kim Jong-un have a big chair and Donald Trump had a little chair? And it was almost like Kim Jong-un was like just it was like it was like sitting at the kid's table. I felt like Kim Jong-un was like, just so you know, out here, I'm the man. You get this little chair. And I feel like when Trump sat down, his knees were at his fucking chin. And I just thought that that, that shit was the most hilarious thing. And I'm not too sure if Dennis Rodman made it out there, but I saw a picture of him the other day and he still has all the piercings and shit. And I always wonder like, how the fuck does this nigga get through TSA? Because I've seen people not even get through TSA with fucking strollers and baby bottles for like 45 minutes just stuck there. So I'm trying to figure out how many piercings does he have and how long does it take him to actually take all of these fucking rings out to be able to get through. Um, Also, I I feel like Kim Jong-un... As corny as and as weird as his haircut is, I do feel like he has the most consistent barber besides a Dominican nigga at the spa who slowly sips on, like, who slowly slips on fucking liquor and, like, and just manages to keep it on the reps that his wife is actually just a dark Puerto Rican. Like, nobody's more consistent than that nigga. Also, are Puerto Ricans and Dominicans still having a war? I don't know. Um... I had to shut the door because of constant cars driving by late at night in Astoria. And I don't know why it is. I fucking hate this shit. But like every guy with a car out here has to make this shit mad loud. And I'm sure I spoke about that shit at length in a fucking early episode of the podcast. So I'm not even about to go into that right now. But um, I don't know. I had a lot of shit going on today. So I feel like my energy is not really there. But I wanted to vibe with you anyway. What else is there to talk about? What are we at? I think it's like a half an hour episode, so I think we could chop it off right there, but I don't really like how this is ending. (sighs) Excuse me for a second. All right, I got a couple more things to talk to you guys about. I wasn't really feeling the energy just now, so I actually just chugged a beer, and here's the next one. Ah, Listen to that cool, refreshing crisp. So... Um, the other day, I was chilling out with my boy Louis. Shout out to Louis. Um, he's the uh, bar manager over at um, Sugar Freak in Astoria. So, if you get a chance to stop by, just ask for Louis. Tell him I said, What's up? Um, but I was talking to him the other day, and the funny part is, is that he and I met, I want to say, like three weeks ago. Since we met, we've been hanging out at least two, three times a week. And it was just one of those things where we ran into each other. We happened to be at the same bar. We happened to be a couple seats away from each other. We met that night. We chilled, chatted for a little bit, ended up drinking together, ended up going to get food. And then that was it. And then the next day we chilled. And then the next day after that, we chilled. And so he knows this girl and, you know, he's been like, yo, this is my man. This is my man. And she's been like really standoffish about our friendship. And she's been like, well, how do you how are you going to say somebody's your friend? You don't even really know them. You have no experiences with them. And the shit made me really think about the way guys make friends versus the way women make friends. And sometimes I kind of feel bad for y'all because I realize now I don't think I've ever seen two women randomly meet up on a night out, having no knowledge of one another, having no friends in common. And linking up and just enjoying each other's company and actually building a friendship from that. And I really feel like, I think what's confusing to me and why women end up in really, why women constantly end up in situations with shitty friends is because I feel like women really consider friends to be people who you've known and who have been through hard times with you and for you. I feel like, For a woman, a friend is defined by like, have you been there when I go through a breakup and I need to talk to somebody? Have you been there when something happened with my family? Have you been there um, when I was going through this? Were you there for my graduation? Did you show up for my prom? Did you show up for this special event? And I feel like it's a good basis, right? It's a good basis to say, does this person care? But at the same time, women are also really trite. Like women will go to some shit and at the, like leave like go there have the, have be there for 3 hours and be like oh my god thank you girl for inviting me i had such a great time and then leave and then get on the phone with their other friend about how you're a bitch and i really feel like i don't know how women define friends and how do women like do women not have spontaneous friendships Because I feel like guys are easy. Like two guys walk into a place and we're like, oh, I have on Nikes. You have on Nikes. Oh, what's that? Would you get those? And we'll be friends for like fucking like out of nowhere. And we'll be friends for years and years to come and build those experiences and then laugh back at those things. But I say all of that to say, I kind of feel bad for women because I wish y'all really understood what it was like to actually run into somebody and just feel the vibe and that shit builds on everything because it's really dope. I don't, I still don't understand it. And I would love for someone to explain to me like what the, what the logic is there or what the ill logic is that they see in the fact that guys can just meet up knowing absolutely nothing about each other and just build from there. You know what I mean? It's just like, we just become running mates. It's just like, oh, you, have on, you got on shorts. I got on shorts. Let's go. Um, so I don't know. I would love for one of y'all to explain that shit to me though. I don't know. So I'm gonna wrap the podcast up with this. I think I mentioned to you uh sometime in the past that like I wanted to like I sometimes I get the urge like I feel like I dress too mature. Like I don't really got dad fits that hard and I don't mind them when I'm with my daughter. Like my dad fits go hard when I'm with my daughter. But during the week I don't like the dad fit because I feel like it looks like a dad fit. And so one of the things I was trying to play with for a little while was trying to trying to go go for my like male thotty shit. Um and I didn't really nail it. Like, I was thot-ish, but it didn't look good on me. You know what I mean? It's one of those things where, like, anything looks bad when you wear it with that attitude. But now I'm checking out nigga Nova came out. I'm sorry, Fashion Nova. I'm so used to seeing people call it nigga Nova. So Fashion Nova came out with the men's line, and I'm looking at a lot of the shit that they got, and I'm not gonna lie, man. I'm I'm kinda looking at some of these fashion Nova joints. I know I'm gonna get clowned for that, but I'm kinda I'm kinda fucking with some of this shit. It's looking real thotty. And I'm 31, which is the weird part. Because I feel like, I don't know. Do I know 31-year-old thotty? Yeah, I do. I do. But they come off like that. I come off like a responsible nigga who, who like really values his job. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I come across like boring like that. Like, that's corny to a chick who. Like, that's corny to women who are the thotty niggas. So I feel like there's a disconnect there. But I do want to try it out. And so I'm glad um, Fashion Nova came out with this shit. Because H&M wasn't really hitting it. And I always feel awkward when I walk into H&M now. Because I'm going to still enjoy their fucking prices. I don't give a fuck what y'all say. Y'all could boycott it. But I, feel, I always feel like there's, like, one black person at H&M looking at me like, yo, you shopping? Like, an employee. And they looking at me like, oh, you shopping here, huh? And I'm, like, looking at them like, oh, you working here, huh? And then I just like, we kind of lock eyes for a second and judge each other and then walk away. But I feel like Fashion Nova has yet to do some really racist shit. So until then, I think I'm gonna just jump in the boat and try to enjoy that shit. You know what I mean? I don't know. Anyway, this is Andrew the Earth, episode 10. Um, I'm probably gonna be back next week. Well, I, no, I am gonna be back next week with episode 11. And I changed my Twitter bio. And I'm trying to use this to keep me consistent. So my Twitter bio now says... I talk a lot of shit via podcast. New episode every Wednesday unless I die or get arrested. So with that said, unless I die or get arrested, I'll see you next Wednesday, 11 a.m. You already know what it is. Thanks for listening. I love you. Peace.